0: Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to take this moment. <clears throat> this is and It's coming from the heart. And I want to take this opportunity right now to graciously pass on the crown. Wow. Yesterday at Crown and Jewel for the first time in four months, the WTV championship changed hands. And we're, we're coming to you today, this beautiful Saturday morning. In appreciation of the man, the myth, the legend of Dak, because the other day, it finally happened. Dak showed up, he put his picks in, and finally became the new WTV champion. His name is Money. His name is Dak.
1: That was beautiful. That that was beautiful. Uh, that there is no better introduction than than what just started off there. I don't even think I'm gonna put the traditional intro in today's episode because it's no that was
0: it's the Dak Appreciation Show because someone that, finally took the WTV Championship away. From Garth.
1: Hey, I picked the winners. I picked winners. That's what I did. I made sure I got some winners, and I got the important winners. And yeah, damn. If I picked my worst, worst though,
0: favorite worst picks. Well, I'm sorry, what?
1: If I would have picked Becky Lynch, though, it would have been a better, a better lead. I
0: feel like I should have, man. Like we even talked about it when we did the picks. Like we're talking about how uh, Charlotte was still champion, so Becky could still win, and then they could just swap. And I'm sure we'll get into that title swap last night. Um, here in a little. Oh, so they
1: they did do the swap.
0: Oh yeah, I guess you haven't had a chance to really check out everything yet.
1: Nah, dude. I got yeah. baked. And...
0: <laughs> yeah, that's another reason I had to do the intro today, because uh, Dak's been in celebration mode.
1: Yo, I've... Oh, man, celebration mode, just glad to be off work, just everything, man. I had like a small headache the day, and everything was just irritable at work today, and I needed to smoke when I got home, so...
0: Well, you got home to smoke, son, because this is the most fried you've ever sounded at the beginning of a podcast.
1: It, yeah, it's probably the most stoned I've ever been for the podcast. I feel. Uh, but the, we got a few topics only...
0: we can get in today. Uh, we can get into the uh, the title swap last night, which was uh, apparently uh, sparked some controversy. Um, we'll get into that. Uh, it won't. We not have to dig too much into Cron Jewel. Um. Wait. What what,
1: what kind of controversy happened? What what happened?
0: We'll we'll get into that, but I want to at least get past this 420 smoke here in about 50 seconds. So um, We'll get into that. We'll get into a little bit from Crown Jewel. We can maybe discuss a few things. I'm sure most people have seen the results or highlights by now. Um, That's about it for wrestling. Uh, We do got some... It's been still opening week for the NBA season. Uh, there's uh, some definitely some problems in Lakerland.
1: The NBA is back, baby.
0: <laughs> the NBA is back. It's good, but it's been a little rough watching these first two games as a Lakers fan. I can say that much. Hey, hey look.
1: The beginning is always ugly. But the king is going to figure it out.
0: 420.
1: 420, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Whoa. Fucking, that.
1: fucking bowl hits a lot. A lot different.
0: Well, uh, I'm on uh, my strain over the day is uh fortune cookie.
1: MK I'm ultra.
0: burning right now. I'm going to be on a bunch of shit. MK ultra. That reminds me. I talked to J swag recently, our third host who's with us occasionally. <laughs> um, and we were talking about really starting to set out a time to do some theme shows, uh, episodes about, uh, you know, say a conspiracy theory. You mentioned MK Ultra. We could do a whole huh. episode about MK Ultra.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> what an interesting, um, uh, um, yeah, definitely doing some themed episodes for sure. Maybe definitely start coming up around that probably in the new month. I think I'm gonna start, start doing that in November. Just yeah, we need to
0: plan a couple and just have our uh, have our shit together,
1: yeah, have our notes, make sure we're not spreading some false information.
0: That's kind of Which, the problem with conspiracy theories, though, because how do you know what information ain't false?
1: So, basically, to give any to our listeners out there, basically, with us. We'll just basically bring up the topic, and we'll discuss if we really believe it or not, and or try to come up with ways to prove it or not.
0: I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure we can try to pro and con it. We can uh, maybe sit down and have the conversation, and and maybe come to some kind of understanding. Maybe we can uh, help uh, trigger each other's minds a little bit, and uh, have us thinking critically because um, critical thinking is definitely lacking in today's world.
1: Man, yeah, for sure. Just the whole having having a conversation lacks in today's world.
0: Most people no don't one... not have conversations, man, because it's they've been since birth or basically since birth since early childhood now, a lot of your young adults have had a phone. They've been raised by technology. And um, there's, a, there's definitely a, a human. Uh, the I forget, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here. Human interaction is just it's just not as prevalent these days.
1: Man, American gods.
0: <laughs> hey, hey, so yeah, when you get when you saw that, you seen a little bit of what, why it triggers my thinking.
1: Yeah, and that shit, and now. I uh, I hate that I like the show. I hate that I like the show because I want to just fucking throw away and be like, nah. <laughs> it's
0: it's too intriguing to me. Like, uh, to so just to for anybody who's listening, American Gods is a show on Stars. Um, it's I, I believe it actually has been canceled now. Um, so I think the third season was the last they had talked about maybe. Tying things up with a, a movie or something, but uh, nothing's come out about that yet. I heard it left on a pretty decent cliffhanger, um, which is unfortunate because I actually I'm only through season one at this point. I think you've watched maybe the first couple of episodes.
1: I think we watched the first three.
0: first first three, and oh, cool. uh, <laughs> maybe three because I think I remember you did ask him, remember asking about. How the fuck was uh Laura in the dude's hotel room?
1: Yeah, but I'm starting to tie it together with that fucking coin.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, so basically, if that's where you are, if that's the last thing you've seen, the very next episode kind of explains goes that. full circle with her. I think it's an episode all about something, her, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Something told me the minute he flipped that coin and when it went into the dirt that I should have fucking yeah alert. like
0: as soon as that happened i kind of thought i was like okay what's this bitch gonna come out the ground or something well yeah. yeah for those who haven't seen it it won't spoil too much but um
1: so the, so did this inspire seamus's rain uh gear <laughs> sometimes or a little outfit
0: that but dude's one of my favorite characters in the show that's for sure the leprechaun Dude,
1: that dude's fucking hilarious,
0: man. Yeah, I get a kick out of him. I think it's just—I don't know if that—that that necessarily inspired samus's gear. I think it's just Irish culture in general. Gotcha. Um, that's really inspired where he's at. But again, we can maybe do. Uh, we can maybe even do a. Uh, we can do episodes about, let's say, we we find us a show, right? And, uh, we, we watch however many we want to say episodes, we'll say, oh,
1: BMF, man, we've watched that. Yeah. So, so say
0: BMF, right. And there's been what, I think tomorrow or tonight at midnight will come out, what, the fifth episode or the sixth? I think the fifth. I think the fifth too. So we could, we could do a, I don't know how many episodes are going to be in the season. I don't know if it's going to be like power. A lot of those shows have 10
1: um, yeah, it depends. They might But do.
0: Uh, we could maybe do a half-season, BMF, mid-season um, <clears throat> review or report yeah. or whatever. Not necessarily that show, but that show is is something pretty popular right now, so that wouldn't be a terrible idea. Um,
1: Travel, I hop on that Not one.
0: <laughs> well, see, like, for me, the good thing for, uh, for my advantage, right, is – I don't know a ton about big meat. Um, I don't know a ton of the real story. It's not something that I've looked into a whole lot. So, and you have, you know, looked into it a little, you know, a little bit over the years. So, you know, more than I do. And so it's kind of like watching it from two different perspectives. Yeah. This is,
1: this is very interesting because the, the story they're telling is the part I never really like look deep into. So this is this is what's interesting about the show because they're starting it like back when they before they even hit Atlanta, yeah, all that. So this this is back in the '80s. So and this just got me thinking like, now like where. So we- where snowfall is I'm sitting here thinking like yo is snowfall taking place before all this basically
0: snowfall uh, so if, if if all this was the same universe your very first show would be snowfall um, as yeah. far as uh, timeline because that that started in I want to say snowfall started is set in the late 70s. 78 if I'm not mistaken 79 damn and then into the mid 80s
1: yeah because I think season five is gonna be what 86 I think they're saying
0: <clears throat> it's a great year um <laughs> so like uh that was, as far as you know when the shows take place I want to say raising Canaan takes place in the 90s. I think so, I want to say, well, Power took place when it aired, basically. So that was pretty much Power Book One and Two were pretty much set in real time. Yeah, the present time
1: <clears throat> with occasional flashbacks and shit.
0: But uh, yeah, so I, I, that's another show that I'm, I'm really looking forward to uh, see where it goes. That's a story that I do know a little. Like with Snowfall, what I'm talking about is uh, I, like you know, a little more about the meats thing than I do. I actually have looked into the you know the shit going on in Snowfall before, so I know a little bit about that too.
1: Oh, nice, dude.
0: So it's kind of it's kind of I guess backwards because isn't
1: isn't this based on a a real real person?
0: Oh yeah, this is. I mean. I'm sure they changed names and did shit like that, but this was basically going. The CIA was running all this powder just to to fund the, you know, the the the, the, the rationals in uh, Venezuela mm-hmm. to throw over the dictatorship. So, like all that shit, it, that's absolutely true. Um, it's crazy how they do that shit. You know, I'm real interested to see what happens to franklin
1: like yeah where, what
0: what what exactly how does his how does his life play out i mean i mean it it probably won't end well
1: no it's it's a crazy lifestyle and it's getting closer to heavy gang territory in those years
0: yeah, it's not going to be too long before the riots, um, yeah, in gonna, L.A. And so it's that's going to be real interesting to see where how that show plays out in the coming. So
1: seasons. Really, I'm really, am really wondering where he's going to have to start expanding.
0: Yeah, because he had talked they had talked about expanding to other places. Yeah, yeah so and yeah, I, we'll see how that goes.
1: And because in the time frame, because he talks about. I remember hearing Franklin in the early seasons talking about yo, we need to expand this shit one day. I'm talking about like New York. I'm talking Detroit. Yeah, I'm talking exactly Chicago. You know, he was talking. And so it makes me sitting there wondering. I'm like, yo, that should be crazy if it ties it in with like who, you know, who knows? Franklin might yeah, Franklin might start making all these moves, touching down in certain areas.
0: That's it would be wild. But yeah, so that show is gonna be cool to see where it goes. Manifest, I just seen come across my screen. See how that goes in the next season.
1: Damn, I for gotta those finish. Don't know. It I'm
0: a I'm an avid TV show enthusiast.
1: Yeah, Derek can <laughs> go on and on some shows. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I I've, I've been. They show gotta be good, though, but I've been been watching TV shows since before the term binge-watching was even invented.
1: Yeah, dude, that shit became a trend.
0: <laughs> I mean, my shit, like, shit, I, used, I remember I used to have me a 500-gigabyte hard drive, then a terabyte. I had that bitch full of movies, full of TV shows.
1: Music.
0: All kinds of shit, and had that shit hooked up to the TV, like... And we talking, this was 15 years ago. Yeah,
1: it'd be like before this shit was happening.
0: <laughs> so yeah, I was in the movies for a while and then Lost got me into TV shows and I've pretty much been on TV show kicks ever since. I, I usually prefer TV shows to movies because it, it gives you, there's so much more time and spent on character development in movies yeah. you only got. 90 minutes two hours worth of time to tell your whole story where even a show like what we're just talking about BMF 50 minute episodes and there's been you're probably going to be 10 Um, yeah so you're looking at five times the length of a movie exactly exactly much more time; it gives you more time to get invested in your characters. Um, I think that's why a lot of people are so critical of TV shows, um, of, of critical of their TV shows, and we can tie this into wrestling too, because there is so much more time spent on character development. You really get invested into these characters' lives, lives, uh, their lifestyles. Um, just you really get connected with them and then if things just don't go right the way you see them in your head for that person like it affects you on an emotional level so I think that's why you have like people that just absolutely blast everything in wrestling per se especially if they're a fan of a superstar if we want to take this to like Shinsuke um, (laughs) who has a has a you know he has his fans yeah, but he does. You know, he's not always on top in WWE like he was in Japan. So you have his fans that are just shit on everything that because it's just not going the way they their emotions want it to.
1: Man, dude, the yeah, man. There's like these. We got some very cult like fans nowadays.
0: Man, it's real weird seeing these the new age fan because uh how how it's been really annoying uh to be honest the the yeah. new the new wrestling war it's i'm 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 really glad let me preface this by saying this I, I'm really glad that there is competition now for WWE and that there is a different product yeah, yeah. but the younger fans for the most part younger fans that didn't go through this war before in the 90s, never had a legitimate competition to WWE, they're taking this shit way out of hand. Well,
1: this is not even a war at all.
0: Well, like it or not, the AEW is competition for WWE. AEW stock's going up, WWE stock's going down, not literally because their stock has been doing pretty well in the market. But if we're now, whether you want to say that they're legitimate competition and think they stand a chance, that's another, that's a whole other thing entirely. Yeah. I will say this knock on wood when Vince is no longer here, AEW would have a chance then. Because people can yeah. say what they want about Vince McMahon, he's not losing a wrestling war. This he's his family's been doing this shit for generations.
1: This dude buys out his competition at some point.
0: <laughs> That's the only edge Tony Khan has, because
1: he, doesn't yeah, he have got a of the
0: money because he has well I was about to say his own but he has his own daddy's money.
1: Yeah, he got money, but. We'll see. We'll see how it goes.
0: So what would you think uh, your match of the night was from Crown Jewel?
1: Hmm.
0: Before you that, I-, I saw where you tagged the We The Villains page and Pat McAfee's thing about having people on the air. Yeah. Bro. That shit would be cool as fuck.
1: Man, <laughs> I would I would have to learn so much about football.
0: That's why we're a tag team.
1: Actually, that would be the whole gimmick right there. Them trying him trying to convince me to like football, <laughs> like to enjoy it. Be be proud to be a Falcons fan. I'll be using the hashtag #FedUpFalconsFan,
0: bro. That's the only argument you need. If anyone asks you why you don't like football, just <laughs> say you're a Falcons fan. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's the only argument you need, and they'll completely understand. But uh, you would think. <laughs> But I got you back though. Know, you know, if we were talk, if they talk a little football, I know, I know, I know a little bit. You know, I, you know, I've said it before too. I've I've fallen off of football over the last five years, but uh, this year, this season's kind of been of a a resurgence for me. I've been watching the football again, and a lot of that has to do. and There's a couple things that that has to do with one of it's because I'm playing Fanduel, and I've been doing really well. Gurv could teach for the NFL.
1: <laughs> Gerv could teach McAfee how to gamble on the NBA.
0: Oh, uh, bro! I wish I could do that shit. I, yeah, wherever we at, I'm turn my location <laughs> on. I'm to fucking bets that week.
1: <laughs> Let's but, roll.
0: Uh, Let's give me that go. shit. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh,
1: that'd just be cool shit, like. If if he were to see some shit like that. But yeah, sure. Cool. Let's jot these guys out. They got a little show. We'll, we'll see what they do.
0: Yeah. Plus, it helps that my team's good again. My my team signed Matt Stafford or traded for Matt Stafford. And I had to check that out. Because even I mean, though I hadn't really been following, put it this way here's how here's how hard I fell off on football. It was only four years ago, give or take? That my team was in the Super Bowl. And I may have only watched like half the game. <laughs> and that's cause I just didn't know what else to put on. It was like halftime like fuck it. Let's see what's going on here. Now I've I've watched all but one Rams game this whole season. So And they're not a bad squad. No, nah, Arizona worries me. Um oh, yeah. One team. Obviously, I Tampa Bay worries me, but we've beaten them. But in the playoffs, it's just Tom Brady in the playoffs. Um yeah. the Cowboys aren't bad either. I I I I got a healthy respect for them this season.
1: I'm a little I'm a little worried here in my Madden playoffs because I believe the Bucks are in it. And it's just, it's just Tom Brady, man.
0: Yeah, well, they got another dude on the other side of the field. Wow, yeah, that that,
1: that dude be making shit happen sometimes. That just be like, oh, okay, I guess it's just meant for that to happen.
0: <laughs> Calvin Johnson, who?
1: Yo, those one-handed grabs that dude be grabbing. I be sitting here thinking, like, yo.
0: Yo, know, I've been, oh. I've caught a few like that with Cooper Cup. Um and my guy that I drafted in my first offseason, Calvin Moore, who's who's uh absolutely retarded good now. Like does Cooper Cup and like my quarterback that I've built up is really good too now. Like I think he's in the mid nineties for a rating. And when I first got him, he was like seventy four.
1: Yeah, my Um, rookie quarterback, Raphael Rudd, is uh, like a 72,
0: I think. Yeah, that sounds about right.
1: But he already, oh man, he is, he's pretty fucking nasty. I'm going to, I'm going to probably end up, at some point, I can use Deshaun Watson for a massive trade bait. When he's ready.
0: Ship him off for some picks. Yep. Find you a, a team that needs a quarterback with some high draft picks.
1: Yeah, dude. It is so hard to trade for some fucking players and picks, dude. Holy shit.
0: I usually end up making it work.
1: You always have luck with that shit.
0: I don't say it was luck. It was just, nah, you know, it's just no. It's just all like because I because I yeah. play all the uh, the games with my team. I, I know what I want. I got a player that I know is very good. I'll take a little less than what he's worth to get the picks because I know I'll build them picks right. Um, but then I've had some players like when I went to get rid of Aaron Donald, obviously, just you know, give me the whole farm, give me everything that you can. I because that's and they Aaron will. Donald. Yeah, and they it, will. Same when I same when I traded Jalen Ramsey. Um, some other guys on the defense that I had uh, built up for the for, over the first few years that were over ninety, let them go, give me some people, get my hey. draft picks, and then I've and I've built up my draft picks pretty good now. A lot of them are in their second season.
1: Stu's got his defense whole, now. Farm system going on there.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't. I only don't fuck with free agency. I'll fuck with free agency if I need a punter or something. I did uh, one time I did have to pick up a free agent because both of my running backs got injured in back-to-back games
1: there's always a good running back in the free agents
0: yeah I ended up signing the running back I had in my first season brought him back three four years later helped me win another Super Bowl
1: always like an 80 or higher running back 80
0: or higher bro
1: and (laughs) Man, I'm probably gonna end up playing that game again today.
0: Yeah, I was gonna try not to, but if I'm being real about it, I'll probably end up playing a game or two
1: because I'm so interested to try out these Jets and, so, and Sam Darnold.
0: <laughs> oh, that he would have been on the first day smoking out of there.
1: Well, it's it, I can't trade it this time. It was like, I can't what, say what that's
0: I... a bad, yeah, I can't say that that's a bad. Uh, Sam Darnold just needed to leave the Jets because he's. He's looked a lot better in a Panther uniform.
1: Yeah. And Bridgewater's back as a Panther the last time I played him. I think he, he must have been injured when I played him when they had PJ Walker, that motherfucker. Um, let's
0: see. <clears throat> Oh, yeah. So did you did you have a uh, a match of the night from Krangul? Jewel?
1: Joe, uh, Jewel.
0: <laughs> mm. I have my match of the night, but it's it's honestly it's a match that not a lot of people are talking about, is in, in, in comparison to a few of the others. Uh Edge and Rollins. I can't hate on you for picking that, because that might—that was probably my number two.
1: I'm curious to see here your number one, though.
0: Well, uh, see, somewhere tied for like tied for second would be the Hell in a Cell, and then in Brock and Roman, somewhere in, you know right around the same. But my favorite match of the night, or what I was thinking the best match, was actually Drew versus Big E. That was a good match.
1: That would have been yeah, that's probably must. Yeah, second. it eventually
0: gripped me and I was I was just, it, it was one of the few matches of the day that actually had me in the television like yeah, I was they had me, they had me gripped, they did a good job.
1: Yo, when that Claymore hit, I thought it was over.
0: Well, yeah. I yo, when figured. that Clay Yo, when that Claymore hit, I thought it was over. I mean, you got to figure, I think Swag even said it when, when it happened. He's like, yo, who's the last time someone kicked out of a Claymore? And yeah, I was like, shit, what, Lesnar?
1: Probably. Yo, Big E brought it, man. He showed, Yeah, that was good. He showed everybody in that match that he belonged.
0: All hail Kingwoods.
1: And that, that is right with the world. That match right there was good too.
0: It if wasn't like bad. Would have also picked Xavier like we did, y'all would be tied. Yeah, uh, he wouldn't. I'm lying to you. He just could uh, tie with me.
1: And I would have been John Bill.
0: So, yeah, you, you, you can hold that title for me for about a month. I. I fully intend on taking it back at Survivor Series. I feel like I'm on a roll right Unless now. Unless we pick all the same picks again.
1: Like the way the way these pay per views, like since SummerSlam, I feel like I just been on a roll.
0: Um, swag's been on the biggest roll of the last two pay per views. Y'all had the same record from Crown Jewel. Y'all both went six and three in your picks.
1: Always on the positive,
0: baby. I went five and four, dude. That was my worst night of picks. Oh, that's horrible, man. Yeah, yeah, you're telling me, bro. Horrible. <clears throat> to be fair, like I I, I guess I picked the, the main ones. Uh, you know, I had you know, I had Drew and E and I had uh Xavier winning the crown and I missed the hell in a cell. Um I wasn't expecting I did I guess I really didn't know what to expect from the um. Damn, what they call it? The weeds cooking in now. <laughs> what's the, what's the women's king of the ring? Queen's crown. Yeah. It's a shame that we didn't get to see a little more skin on Zelina, but I'm sure that when we see her Monday, that she'll be back showing off the skin.
1: Jeez, men.
0: Shout out to, I guess, to all the women that performed in Saudi, uh, including Jessica Carr that ref the Hell in a Cell. I heard a click that has lose you.
1: Uh, it was a big-ass plane coming by, so I wanted to mute.
0: Oh, that's what that was. Sorry. I was just making sure. I didn't know if I lost you or what was happening. I heard it, I heard it click out though
1: uh, I didn't know it made the noise I'm sorry
0: I well, I don't think I've ever heard you mute before so
1: I did it a lot when uh, we had a uh, travel on because there was a lot of noise happening sometimes try when I go
0: on a damn cough session but sometimes I don't make it to the button time you do a pretty good job. in The first couple episodes, we're all hacking all over that bit. <laughs> oh, so yeah, uh, there was some controversy surrounding last night. I'm actually kind of surprised you haven't seen it on Twitter yet. Um, <clears throat> with the, I don't know the, the... Some... What, what were you about to say?
1: Nah, I was just going to say, for some reason, uh, everybody's just talking about fucking Ryback
0: right now. Oh, uh, I, <laughs> I saw you quote his tweet. That made me laugh. It's, it's fucking
1: pathetic.
0: Um, so last night, they, they had the title exchange. Apparently, there was all kind of controversy about this whole segment, like, all day. And it, 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 it <laughs> was very. it didn't come off well on TV either. Um, I'll let you read the details, but, you know, I'll try to sum it up the best I can without going fully into it. Um, Charlotte and Becky, you know, Becky wanted this whole tile exchange to happen to where, you know, didn't make either one of them look bad or anything. There was supposed to be a point where Charlotte was handing her the belt. When Becky grabbed the belt, She's supposed to like pull it back or something like that. Well, apparently she pulled it back too fast. Um, before Becky even grabbed it, then just dropped the title on the, in the ring. Um, and then Sonya was like, pick it up, <laughs> which I'm surprised Charlotte did. Cause usually Charlotte and character doesn't listen to anybody being like that with her. Right. Um, ended up being like, uh, and then Becky just threw the title at Charlotte. And, uh, or whatever. Then Sonya handed her the title. She took her title. Sasha came out. And then Becky basically left. So I'll leave y'all two to handle this. I'll see y'all. I'll see one of y'all at Survivor Series. <laughs> but, so apparently then after the show, apparently Becky and Charlotte really had a, uh, a verbal altercation backstage about oh. the segment. Oh geez. Um, and have some kind of so they had some kind of little screaming match back there, and then uh, Somebody <laughs> then they do- had the yeah. Andrade tweet. Um, tweeted at uh, eleven o'clock about and it and it said like he put dots in it, but it basically said fuck WWE. <laughs> and most people were thinking this had to do something with Charlotte too. You Because know, there's been reports lately that Charlotte, this, nobody really likes her backstage, that she's been difficult to deal with and shit like that. <clears throat> so, Whoa. I don't really know what oh. the deal is here. Oh, no. The goat might jump. I mean, could it be? It could be that. It could just... I. It's hard to tell these days with information that comes out, although... I, for, for people to be saying that she's difficult to deal with because she has an ego, I mean, that doesn't surprise me. I mean, I've, I've heard her talk before. Um, Jeez. But, you know, I, I don't know the full story. I'm just kind of going off what everybody was talking about and it's kind of been the talk of IWC Twitter. So there's that, I guess. That works. We'll see if anything comes out of that.
1: Man, that's just odd. The... Yeah,
0: I'll let you like you know. I don't. I don't know if I covered everything in my little summary, but you know, you can check it out in a little while when we're off the show, and then I'm sure you'll have your own thoughts about it.
1: Ah, uh, yeah. I feel like I feel like low key, man. Like. Becky is the ego.
0: I mean, I'm sure that they both have like a little bit of an ego. I mean, you got to have some kind of ego. I mean, this, this chick lives with Seth, Seth Rollins.
1: That dude knows. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I
0: missed the mute button when I coughed.
1: No, you good, bro.
0: But uh so I don't know. I don't I'm not one of those people that likes to make a whole bunch of assumptions. I know how things look. I know how yeah. it comes off. So I can comment on that and tell her blew that horn blow that horn to go fuck themselves.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: Um <clears throat> But you know, so I'll just kinda comment on what happens. I don't know what actually happened. For all I know, this is all WWE, like I said, we've talked about many times over the you know, the couple months on the cast that WWE's gotten really good at manipulating the wrestling media into portraying what whatever they want to be told. This could all just be setting up the Survivor Series match between Charlotte and Becky. There's that. there's that so <clears throat> hmm China, i don't think there's too much else uh, last night obviously Lesnar was there one more time <sighs> the wreck shop
1: <clears throat> he got suspended right apparently
0: yeah because he he fucked up everybody and he, he, <laughs> he ended up f5ing adam Pierce out of his pants <sighs> Of course, Pat McAfee on commentary is is lovely.
1: <laughs> I, I gotta go with this
0: doofus. To
1: that. I gotta, I gotta listen to that. That dude is fucking great.
0: f 5 him so hard he came out of his pants. Or his pants <laughs> exploded. or I can't remember what he said. <laughs> but of course, Pat McAfee is a, uh, he's, a he's a treasure. Got to try did. to enjoy him while uh, we have him on SmackDown. I don't know how long he'll be doing this, but
1: yeah, this dude's uh, making a name for himself. It's actually kind of cool to see.
0: All he's I been... know is, is, I don't know if he's under contract with WWE or if they're just kind of paying him yeah. based on appearances. But if he yeah. is under contract, if he's if if they want to keep him around when that contract's up, I know somebody's pay rate is going up.
1: Yeah, this dude. This double whatever
0: did. the fuck you just paid this dude.
1: Yeah. This, <laughs> money talks, man. Money talks. And you need to pay that man to keep that around. Because you're not going to get this. He's
0: really added a whole.
1: Yeah, this Michael Cole yeah, you're yeah. not. Gonna.
0: That's true. Yeah, I didn't think about that because he's definitely helped Cole. But he adds so much to um to character development for the superstars um yeah you know just just the way that he was already selling Drew McIntyre last night on his first match on smackdown um was <clears throat> was more than most than what they do on raw already it is just he's good at taking rest, taking wrestling and wrestling psychology and presenting it in a way that the casual fan and the casual observer can look at it a little different and be like, Oh, okay. I see. Or he just, he has, Uh he has different ways of, of keeping the, the watcher engaged into the match itself. Whereas a lot of times on commentary, it's either not as important as the match or it's just, you can't even pay attention to the match because they're not even paying attention to it on commentary. Exactly. So he does an excellent job of keeping the viewer and or listener engaged into the match and selling the superstar at the same time. Yeah, he
1: does. He he puts so many people over. It's It's good to have someone like that on commentary because he knows entertainment and and the whole psychology to everything.
0: Like, uh, I mean, with one line at SummerSlam or not SummerSlam, but uh, when Brock Lesnar showed up with one line, absolutely just like built Brock Lesnar into like another level when he said he's the alpha male of our species. That yeah. one line, just that one description of, oh, okay. He's yeah. so good at selling what the character needs to be, and I don't even think he's trying that hard. I think it just comes natural to him, and that's what that's what they've missed um over the years is they've put so many people in these positions and it just feels so forced.
1: Yeah, they can't. Yeah, it doesn't come off right.
0: Yeah, Pat McAfee's just being natural about it, and is and he's nailing the job whether he's actually intending to do it as well as he is or not, he's doing it.
1: Yeah, he, he's. He's a great individual. He's just a great person.
0: If he never it made it as a punter, this dude could would have made millions selling cars. <laughs> or just selling anything. This dude Yeah, this dude's a salesman. And you it's because know. of his personality, it, the ability to be able to connect with pretty much anything he's saying. He's uh he's approachable for the most part. Um, and he's just you know, so it's like I got nope. I got a lot of respect for Pat McAfee, and the, the first yeah. time that I ever realized it was that same time. I want to say was it Takeover Brooklyn or Chicago when he did Might the be. intro at the end of the pre show and got the crowd all hyped up.
1: Yeah, he went in.
0: I don't remember. I just remember it's like, yo, why did Pat McAfee just come out here and cut the best promo I've heard all year?
1: Yeah, it's what he does. Like he.
0: He's a beast
1: yeah, so. on microphone,
0: and then is uh, the the thing he said at the was it the draft, the N- NFL draft that he's on stage. <laughs> I, for, I forget where he's at. Or, I forget where he was at or whatever, but the jokes that he uh, dude dude's a gem.
1: Yeah, he is. He's funny as fuck. I watch that dude show like every day. I get yeah, a lot I of him. I get a lot of tips by watching his show.
0: Well I hope they ain't fanduel tips because it seems like every day I see him tweeting about how his picks were so bad.
1: Oh the that's just fucking hilarious because that's why it's <laughs> been so funny because every fucking week this dude's been talking about, all right, this is it, guys. We're hitting it this week. We're taking all their fucking money. We're hitting it. They're guaranteed it. So he's just, and we were like, dude, you've been saying this shit for like all, all season. I even got I've one been day.
0: putting together pretty good lineups. I actually need to set mine for tomorrow. I'll probably play the NBA one again tonight.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's about mm. to man, it's gonna be hard. Like that'll be it'll be man, they gonna have to pay that man a bag because man, it's I it's gonna be hard for Fox or someone not trying to hire him to be a football commentator.
0: Put him and Tony Romo in the same booth. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: fucking Tony Romo, man, be fucking reading the play before it fucking
0: happens. Or he should pull uh, his boy Aaron Rodgers and go host Jeopardy because I've been watching Jeopardy, actually, for like the last two weeks. And uh, I really dislike the host that they have on there. I can't think of her name right now, but I want to say Swag says she was in Big Bang Theory. Oh, God. It's not the blonde.
1: But, yeah, but still, I mean, everybody gives that show a great, a great name and great everything, and I'm just like, eh, it's all right, you know?
0: It's kind of funny to me because I'm sitting around just getting fried out, and I'm they're sitting there asking me questions, and I'm like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> and I just DVR it, so, like, going through an episode literally takes less than, t- like, 20 minutes. Damn. It doesn't take long to run through an episode, so.
1: Holy easy. shit. I am fried today, bro.
0: Oh, I know. You've been fried since before we uh, started the episode. That's why I knew that I needed to uh, have yeah. my larynx ready to roll. That's Damn. thing to say to somebody. I,
1: I apologize to the listeners, man. Celebrated too hard.
0: Yes, sir. So, did you want to go into a little bit of NBA, or do you uh you need to go take a nap because you sound out of it?
1: Uh, I might need to go take a nap. <laughs>
0: That's no, baby. We can uh we can talk more about the NBA this coming Tuesday. Um, we'll have some more games um, to talk about.
1: Or possibly, man, I I could hop on here sometime tomorrow.
0: Yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, what's up? Hey, yeah. well, at least at the at this point in the season, um, your Kings are ahead of my Lakers in the standings.
1: That's right, baby. Let's go, let's go, let's go,
0: man. The, la- the, the game. I know. You, I know. We were just there. We we're getting off, but like the the game last night was so tough to watch. As a Lakers fan, I mean, what what happened? Oh, dude, it was so bad. So, in the first quarter, everything's going out. pretty uh, – almost, dude. Um, If it wasn't for the fourth quarter, you know, really – until we'll, yeah. we finally started trying.
1: Then you got Anthony Davis and Dwight Howard trying to throw hands. Like, I'm what's exactly, going on? Bro,
0: last night was so – all right, so let me, let me go ahead and – let me get this – let me get the biased comment out of the way first. <laughs> okay. and uh, And – Oh, and I shoot. and, I, I, and I, I am not bullshitting you when I say that that was one of the worst referee games I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Poor refs. <laughs> How often do you see LeBron James with three fouls in the second quarter? <laughs> it's pretty rare. Um... But You're like I, I, I shit you not it, it 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 was it it was terrible when the when one of my fellow Laker fans tweeted uh, the old clip of Stephen A. Smith saying uh, I think we should consider having him arrested <laughs> and he was talking about and, and the the tweet was talking about the refs I completely <laughs> dude it was terrible it was absolutely terrible dude Vogel I'm surprised he didn't get ejected. Um, everybody was just getting so frustrated. Like, that's what originally did it because uh, we were doing okay. (laughs) But then the refs, like, we got so frustrated with the refs that you know how just everything started making us mad at that point. Yo, and uh, and then like, so Dwight Howard we get oh bro, Shannon (laughs) Sharpness said he ain't coming to work if we lose again on Sunday.
1: Oh my god, these skills ready on Monday about this game.
0: And uh, I know he's gonna talk bad about Westbrook or whatnot, but I gotta say that Westbrook looked a lot better um last night than he did on opening night. He was more aggressive, missed a few layups that he normally doesn't, but on most of those you could easily make a you could easily say that there was a no call. That he, he just did not get like I think he got fouled a couple times with a no call. And we got called for everything. Like it was, it was very lopsided in the officiating. And it's easy to say that because I'm a Lakers fan, but I, I'd almost be willing to bet that if you were to watch the game, you would have said the same thing. Damn. Um. So everybody got heated. The White's getting pissed. He's getting pissed at like Baysmore in the court. Who Baysmore was awful.
1: I saw your tweet, man. Apparently, he was not having a good night.
0: Is the word, the word like so? It was, it's one thing for having a bad game, but the problem that he was uh, showing out last night was uh, he had some very poor body language. Like he kept getting beat, and he just start hanging his head, and he's it's just it was very poor body language, and that shit does make a difference when you're in a team sport. He um, like, just continued like Booker was just. I don't know what the hell he was doing on some of those plays, bro. Like it was he he was uh he didn't have a good game. I'll leave that at yeah. there for Bazemore. I, I expect a lot more from him. Um like I said, Westbrook looked better. Le, LeBron's all of a sudden is a nasty three-point shooter. Who? Oh. LeBron. Oh, <laughs> I don't know what he ended up with. I remember at one point last night he was like five or seven. And and he's just knocking them down. Um, It's a good thing he did, too, because, uh, shit, he only had 21 points. If he didn't hit those threes, it would have been a terrible game for him.
1: He's going to extend his career.
0: Anthony Davis couldn't buy a bucket. (laughs) I think he went like four for 17 or something.
1: Yo, he's ready to fucking fight, son. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, and then he I, and and what? Oh yeah, so I got I got turned around there. I guess the White was you know went at uh, got into it with uh, Baysmore a little bit on the court and was like showing off his frustration. I guess people yeah. are making the right rotation. I don't know what happened exactly. <laughs> um, so I think AD was getting on Dwight White for you know stop playing so sporadic because then he had a real bad foul on Paul, and uh, he wasn't trying to hear that shit. And I think what it was was he was talking to him, and Dwight just kept walking away. And he's like, Man, he, he wasn't trying to hear that shit right now. He's pissed off. You know what I mean? Yeah. AD basically is like, Nah, motherfucker, you're going to hear me today because he got right in his face about it. And then, um, I think, obviously, afterwards in the press conference, Dwight said, Oh, yeah, we cool. We don't squash that shit. That's my brother. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> they just got heated. Uh, Rondo got into it with a fan. I'm still not 100% sure what happened there. There's a fan sitting courtside, and it looked like Rondo like had his finger in his face, almost like a gun or something, but I, I don't know what exactly, and the guy like pushed, slapped his hand away. Oh, fuck. So that guy got uh, ejected out of the arena. Um, There was just... One uh at the end of the game uh my guy uh Redneck or Hillbilly Kobe <laughs> um Austin Reeves he just got like ran over on one of his three point shots and there was a no call like this like it was uh it was very piss poor officiating last night um
1: that's but in
0: the fourth like we were down 30 Damn. They were down third. I mean, we were able to bring it in the end the game, the game ended like at 10 points because we finally started playing. Granted, we we're playing against the damn Suns bench for most of the fourth quarter. Um and we still oh, had our head. starters and big players in. But at least they were playing harder, like actually trying. And then Yeah. And if it wasn't for that fourth quarter, I would feel really concerned about the Lakers right now, but I did see like hopefully all this shit just wakes them up and fires them up, pisses them off.
1: Oh don't worry. Cause don't
0: cause if it don't, LeBron already making a list and a shopping spree. <laughs> I do think that they can pull turn this around. I and I did yeah. know I did expect them to be there be a little bit of uh you know early in the season just getting on page with each other and and, you know, learning, you know, these spots on the court, rotational on defense, et cetera, et cetera, and, you know, making it all mesh. But what I saw for, you know, the second and third quarters last night was was terrible. <laughs> it, it was very tough to watch. I had to force myself to keep watching it because I was like, hey, hey, it's, it's still – you never know in the NBA, especially these days. Like, big deficits are over – you're able to overcome those these days because there's so many three-point shots. getting. We just needed some people to start hitting some damn shots.
1: Yeah, dude. It's like you got to – you got to take it like that.
0: But uh, Shit, man, I'm going to let you go get some sleep. You're uh, you about to fall asleep outside, bro. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Man, I'm just fucking really, really baked. That's
0: all. That Ultra
1: And fucking orange crush. Damn. Short, uh, strawberry shortcake. Girl. I think
0: this fortune cookie got me talking a little bit, too. I'm thinking this morning, just the coffee. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think I need to take me a little nap and I might play later.
0: (laughs) When we said this was the Dak celebration show, that meant Dak just got to chill on here. Be high as fuck. He ain't have to do the hosting duty, so I'm going to work the sign off here. Uh, Not Uh going to do it just like Dak, you know, but let me see if I can pull something together. We appreciate y'all listening. Um, We're going to continue to try to do some new things with the show over the next month and some change. Uh, We're going to try to do some other themed episodes, maybe have set days to talk about wrestling, set days to talk about NBA, maybe a third show in the week to be about, you know, various things. Uh, We're looking at trying to do some shows like we talked about with, you know, conspiracy theory, perhaps uh, a new movie that's real popular or. Just uh, just talk about different things so y'all can get the villains' perspective on it, um, because we are definitely more than one trick ponies. We we know, we know uh, we know a little about a lot of things. So there's many things that we could cover. Uh, we appreciate Indeed. y'all listening. If y'all been listening, I wonder if I could drag this out for 30 seconds because then we'll hit them, uh, one hour. Um, we will be back more than likely on Tuesday for another episode. We'll have plenty of things that we can cover then. As always, even if y'all ain't listening, we just going to keep on talking. So you hear Dak in the background. I can't even say that you're going to hear the bomb because that thing is like five feet away from me right now, and that shit ain't even about to happen. So we appreciate y'all <laughs> listening, and I'm going to say it like this. V's up.
1: V's up
0: about to say, damn, you got to say something at the end, shit.